here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.2 FM in East London. So what we do usually at this time, we celebrate somebody who we think has done some amazing things, is going places that we need to know all about, and we need to ask some tips on how to get to where she is. And she's probably, I mean, she's laughing. She's here. She's laughing, thinking, what? who needs what tips? <laughs> uh, but yes, we, we look to people who we feel need to be celebrated uh, in their road to success. Busim Kumbuzi, a boy, now recently, is joining us here. And um, I was trying trying to describe who and what you do and I thought to myself okay don't try ask her (laughs) (laughs) how do you describe what you do yeah okay I mean that's pretty interesting Um, so I'm a social entrepreneur yes and I co-own a company called Simong along with uh, two colleagues Tommy Boy and Bungani Frank Masilela (laughs) and essentially what we do at Simong is we create Um, NDP and SDGs aligned education, media and social investment programs Mm -hmm. for a very, very long time. We used to uh, use debating to engage and empower young people and we'd partner with corporates and charities and government um, and we'd have these huge debating tournaments and um, uh, leadership programs that have evolved you know and grown us to a point where we see ourselves playing a bigger role in youth empowerment in general Mm -hmm. and that's why um, we're now in this space where we're creating broader programs that are not just looking at debating but are looking at generally how do you serve South Africa's youth um, as best as possible to make sure that you're gearing them towards um, employment, empowerment, capacity, uh, particularly in the fourth industrial revolution. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do. Uh, but um, I'm also a speaker. I'm an MC. I'm a moderator. Um, and I want us uh, to p- unpack yeah. the program. Sure. I want us to unpack the programs because I think this is at the heart of what's going to change society, mm-hmm. really, to be quite honest. Um, and so when you put together these programs, what ex- exactly essentially do you want to achieve with the specific program, especially yeah. for one individual who's so a part for, of it? For us, it's, it's, it's on two fronts. Mm. Um, on the one front, it's with the partners that we work with. And on the second front, it's the end user who's the young person yes. that normally doesn't pay for our programs, um, but with benefit from them. Mm. So for us, it's to say... You have these corporate funds that are meant to be spent on social CSI development, as, uh, you know, as well as enterprise development yes. um, and skills development. And, you know, it's corporate's core business is the business. Mm. You know, so a bank is a bank mm. and they're limited in, in as much as um, how much information they have about social partners, implementation partners, but also the kind of programs they need to create to ensure that they have the best, the most um, impact. And, what and I mean, we for, do, for various know, reasons, for various I mean, you're reasons, not going to yeah. be employing hundreds of people to, yes. man- to measure impact and all yes. of that. That's not your core business. And in fact, it's not even efficient because once you do that, you steer away budget yes, that could go yes. into delivery of a service Correct. to, you know, servicing the bureaucracy. Yeah. So what we do is we come in and we say, here's your your strategy as a company and here's how it links to a social strategy in terms of uplifting a community. We uh, go from ideation all the way through to execution and reporting, Mm -hmm. but we also do management of funds as far as bursaries are concerned. Um, But for us, it's it's almost a full suit service where we say to um, corporates and, and government, 
Um, we are a knowledgeable stakeholder who's mm. been on the ground for mm. over three years, who's impacted over 3.5 young people across the country who understand the space. Th- uh, young people. No, 3.5 what? 3,500. Th- 3, <laughs> All right. Um, throughout our, our debating programs yeah. between 2016 and 2019. And um, we're coming in with a specific knowledge of NDP, of SDGs, and specifically the, the skills that young people need coming into the fourth industrial revolution. Mm-hmm. So here's a program that aligns with you as a brand mm-hmm. that could optimize your social impact without creating an inefficient bureaucracy around social investment. Mm-hmm. So it's a very interesting uh, space but it's a very closed space so there's lots of challenges mm. what what kind of challenges are you talking about so I, I, um firstly sitting at the table mm. with uh, any corporates is incredibly Hard. difficult yeah. um it takes months of you know i always say to to people who um, are trying to do work in the, in the space or people who run NGOs or are trying to do any kind of enterprise development work with corporates that if you're planning on securing a client for 2020, you need to have had them in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's incredibly strenuous going to conferences, exchanging business cards, asking for that meeting, cold calling until you get the meeting, sitting at the table, getting the next meeting with someone who makes a decision, waiting for um, uh, um, you know, yes to Didn't come through, hopefully, yes. And I mean, you only get a yes I th- one in five times, mm. um, probably. And when the yes comes, then a due diligence and a compliance process, and then it's the execution process, and it takes months to report from then. So it's a very long game, which can be very frustrating when you're a young person. Isn't this exactly at the crux of what's wrong with this economy? Mm. Where we have these big conversations about giving ex- mm. young people opportunities and whatever. Mm. You are obviously living yes. that, that the bureaucracy, the red tape. Mm. You are living what is wrong with this mm. economy. Mm. And that's why I'm always very frustrated. You know, I try my best to be very positive on social media mm. um, because I understand the incredible Im- role that my voice has mm. as someone who was able to, you know, wedge a space for themselves mm. within this industry, but also um, get a Forbes Africa, yeah. you know, a, a nod and a, and a Standard Bank top woman nod. So for me, it's um, it's 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 a weird space because I also dealt with the fact that eighty percent of the work I do is navigating bureaucracy, and only twenty percent is the real life changing work. So yeah, I mean, part of why I want us to go there is is to really demonstrate what is wrong with, as I said, this mm-hmm. economy. What is wrong with where we sit? So the idea that people don't have great new ideas is mm. not true. The idea mm-hmm. that young people are not innovative is not true. not true. The idea that young people are not educated mm-hmm. and are not sitting Doing with the right anything. skills yeah. is not true. Yeah. Then the idea that you are not persistent is not true. So all of these um, are not things that 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 encompass who you are yes. and yet here you are when people says no 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 what about you bring in young people we give opportunities so i'm struggling to connect the dots between what is what makes it so difficult for 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 these corporates who say the right things but in actual fact you are not so reaping for me, the those issues rewards. on three layers. The first one is a, it's it's like a crisis because it's philosophical. It's like yeah. an imagination yes. issue. I look at our country and I and the world in general, and I really feel there's a deep lack of imagination to imagine what a different future could look like. Mm-hmm. I mean, the president, um, you know, in his speech, uh, spent some time speaking about his this dream city, 
And there was so much criticism and flack for that. And for me, it, it captured the crux of what I feel. And people think imagination is counterproductive when you're poor. But for me, it's the essence of like hope, like dreaming, being able to to imagine a different reality in a different society. For me, is a is a big issue. That's mostly you know a corporate and government issue. And then you have an operational and bureaucratic issue, like the fact that the people who make decisions are not always equipped with the right skills to make those decisions, and the fact that sometimes the people making the decisions don't even care about the impact for them it's just a, a nine-to-five job and then you have the very very big issue of be so be itself is not an issue in my opinion i mean we can get into a, a long-winded debate about this but most people are engaging in csi and enterprise development just to get points on Absolutely. their be scorecard so they can Absolutely. you know do work with the state and tender Absolutely. and it really undermines the idea of social investment, which essentially is to say, how can you invest in the society you want to live in? How can you invest in a society that does well so your company can do well? That hardly exists. Mm -hmm. It's said in speeches here and there, mm -hmm. but in reality, when you sit in the meeting and you get to the crux of it, the, when it comes down to the budget, when it comes down to who we work with, mm -hmm. it's always a, yeah. I don't want to do that much. I just want to get the score. Yeah, but. Mm. There's a yeah, but. Mm. You, you, you've got a great idea, mm. but, but yeah, you it know. doesn't quite fit Why in. should I fund it? Yes. Yeah, it's nice. And why should I fund it? You know, why should I go so hard? Like, why should I, why should I give you so much when I can have a pop-up event, um, recruit 10 NGO um, directors, give them 10,000 rand and hope, close my eyes and hope that their work becomes sustainable because at least I get to have the media to, mileage and stuff. So it's, to, it's quite, to, yeah. To what extent as, as the work that you do obviously peers into the corporate space? It's, it's very easy to, to look at government. I mean, mm. all of us bash government. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I'm sitting here <laughs> and it's so easy yeah. to say government this, government that, government yeah. that. But to what extent is part of the problem the fact that corporate South Africa hasn't seen themselves as part of the solution? Corporate South Africa has a huge problem, right? Um, I think we've always seen them as, as the solution, or as part of the solution. Um, and, and for me, I mean, again, speaking back to the issue of, of, of score sheets, if you're only reinvesting in the community, if you're only reinvesting in sustainability and in the, in the environment because you want to comply, that's a bad statement that you're sending to society about how much you care about the society that you operate in. But also going back to that whole idea of, um, um, you know, corporate power through that 1% that they have to spend on, on net profit, what that could do to change the country. I mean, it's immense power and they don't take advantage of it merely as much as they should. Is there the will? Mm, hardly. Hardly, I feel. I feel there's enough knowledge. Um, there's enough academics doing research. There's enough conferences. There's enough talk shops. In and other then it's words, time to act. They know better. They know. They know. Everyone better. knows better. We'll take your calls on 0891-104-207. My guest is in studio all the way until three o'clock. Busim Kumbuzi boy. Now uh, we're going to add that because I think many people don't, you know, know that there is Married. the extra bit. Yes. Um, so uh, she's my guest all the way until three o'clock. Listen, give us a call and tell us what you think. She's she's a social entrepreneur. She's doing amazing, amazing stuff. But I think we are having a far more um, bigger conversation around how we can all 
all uh, add to where this country is going. And she's somebody who I think we ought to listen to. She's on the ground. She understands the challenges of young people. And this is somebody that I think we need to engage with. 891 Life Happens with Pimelo Modine. All right, so 15 minutes to three o'clock and we were off already, you know, ranting and ranting (laughs) behind the scenes here because we are starting to unpack what is really wrong with our society. It's These are difficult conversations. We don't have answers. They're no right and wrongs. But I think it's important for us to have these conversations. And I do implore you to be a part of this conversation because until we start engaging truthfully about what is, I think we only at that point will we start making some inroads. 0891-104-207. My guest this afternoon is Busi Kumbuzi Boy, who's a social entrepreneur. She's done a lot in the spaces mm. of young people trying to to move people to for social change and so on. We were just talking about how difficult it is. And I was saying to you, uh, Busi, that mm. I suspect part of your problem is that you're trying to really make a difference. Yeah. You, you, you've got a big vision, right? Yeah. So if you are small-minded, and I think this is the problem with this country, if you are small-minded, I think corporate South Africa, government policies support small ideas. Yes. You know, small ideas come to us and tell us that you want a little kiosk mm. uh, in a market mm. and we can happily help you with that. Mm. DTI, mm. I think, does a lot of that, right? Where they take you to markets. You are a little piece of a corner in some exhibition space somewhere around the world. And at that point, you need to be so grateful because they've given yes. you a market, right? That's what they can do for you and so on. The problem with you is that you're asking for people to expand their vision for yes. this country. And there is this, there's resistance because they don't know what to do with you. Mm. They, in their budgets, in their plannings, in their boardrooms, there is only but a tick that you need to mm-hmm. fall into that box. Yes. Beyond the tick, you're not convenient. Mm-hmm. Is that is that am I framing yeah. it correctly? <laughs> I feel so vindicated by everything you've said. Um, I mean, you sit and you say, I want to create the biggest financial literacy program in the country that's going to give young people an endowment to start with so they can start saving. And it's like, oh, but we already have an an app. And I'm like, is any kid in rural Eastern Cape on your app? Hmm. You know, and for me, it's like, it's shocking. It's like, do you really believe young people are engaging solutions that are not even created for them? And and then I look at this and I'm like, it's, it's, I mean, there's so much hopelessness and all of it could be captured in, in, in one, you know, statement, which is to say that you have people knocking, but you have people that can't hear them on the other side. And I mean, I, I sit in meetings and give someone a proposal where, you know, we're talking about having the biggest, you know, tertiary prep program in the country where it's like a roadshow and we're truly prepping a grade 10 to consider what they need to actually think about before they they get into university and someone can't even articulate that someone who's supposed to sit in a meeting with executives after taking a proposal and articulated can't articulate it and it's like you know this is not yeah so So it is part and i call it part because it's not the entire problem is part of the problem what it means when we talk about representation the fact that in that so space, indeed. you don't have anybody who hears you because they really don't get it. Yeah, like they really, they don't, really don't get it. It's you know? genuinely, it's not, they're not trying to be nice. Yeah. They really don't get it. I've literally sat in a meeting with, you know, someone who is 
supposed to be representing the education department of a corporate and they didn't know mm. the pass rate, the matric mm. pass rate. And they didn't know that in, in townships like Katlehong and uh, Soweto and Deep Sluit, you literally have a major, like up to 10 out of 300 students a year going into university. And for me, the, my question was, if someone is paying you to sit the whole year and figure out an education strategy for a corporate and you don't even know how many kids in a township school are going to university versus the 290 out of 300 that aren't going. And you're not concerning yourself with what's happening to 290 young people from one school every single year. You're baking a crisis. For me, I look at the country and I always tell this to the, to the, to the corporates that we have the privilege of sitting at the table with that we're, we're ticking time bomb in, term, in terms of the youth crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the youth is increasingly disgruntled because you're going into a system that is you know, inadequate in terms of equipping you with the skills that you need to survive. Mm-hmm. And then you're going into an economy that also can't absorb you. And you have corporate and government that, d- that don't understand that in the kind of programs that they're churning out. Mm-hmm. And it's a scary reality. And that's what drives me mm-hmm. more than anything. So if if someone's listening to you now and, and we say part of the problem really is mm. just part of the problem, part of the problem is this representation mm. that in these spaces, there isn't a young person who's articulate, who's educated, who mm. understands what really mm. needs to happen, right? Mm. So if someone said to you, okay, we well, see, you get it, you get it, you get it, we get it. Mm. Tell you what, come in and then you can kind of manage this thing. Mm. Is that part of the solution or is that counterproductive? Bringing you into the system? I, 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 I really believe in partnership. Mm. I'm at a point in my life where <laughs> I love, you know, I love because like I think yeah. that's part of another problem. Corporates mm. and big conglomerates don't understand that young people mm. are no longer looking to be owned by yes. somebody, right? Self-sufficiency for me, it's to say, you know, over the last few months, I've just been time, for example, asking NGO uh, young people who run NGOs send me their profiles, or mm. I've been interacting with young creatives and young entrepreneurs. And for me, I've been seeing so many synergies in terms of what could happen if, you know, uh, Simung, for example, played a role of a connector mm. in terms of creating a framework for a program connecting the social partners and then the funders sort of come on as sponsors and drive that work as opposed to trying to consolidate that work within a specific entity Mm -hmm. because you're not going to be able to do that. Um, The best solution is really just to empower people to do the work that they're doing wherever they're doing that work. Mm -hmm. Um, That ensures that you're building a social fabric that's intact. Mm -hmm. You can't hire all the talent. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to partner. And um, for me, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I remember someone offered me a job actually yeah. in 2017 mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I was strongly considering it, but that was when we weren't making any money at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, partnership. 891 You've heard it for yourself. This is a compelling conversation. Do take part in it. I'm sure many of you are sitting there running big, big companies or are sitting with big uh, budgets and mm-hmm. so on. And, and yeah, it, it is one of those where you tick a box and say, yes, we've got a CSI project. This is how much it's doing. Is it really, really mm. actually making an impact? Mm. You want to be a part of this conversation. 891 My guest this afternoon is Busim Kumbuzi Boa, and she's going to be with me all the way until three o'clock. Life, life happens with Pimelo Motine.
Busim Kumbuzi Boy is my guest. Uh, she's a social entrepreneur doing amazing things. Timong is the company that she runs and they do really amazing stuff on the ground. The, the mm. problem is that, um, you know, you, you're, you don't live in a silo mm-hmm. kind of space and you need to work with others to make things happen. In fact, all of us, the minute we realize it, the sooner we realize it, I think we'll make some real proper, um, you know, some changes. But mm. it's not happening. So now that we know that the issue is not because they don't want to. So I, I want to believe <laughs> that there is something in some some corporations' hearts or souls that want to do the right thing. Maybe the issue is that they don't know how. But here no. you are. <laughs> here you are. I'm trying to be an optimist. Here you are with solutions. Why is it taking so long to to bring these partnerships uh, onto the table to kind of, you know, steer this ship in the right direction? Do people not yeah. get the crisis? Is it because we are so far removed in our daily lived experiences from how the crisis is really panning out on the ground? Do you think there is that? We're certainly far removed, but um, it's also so difficult to run an organization, whether a business or a corporate, that just taking a moment to think about social impact you know sounds really tedious and out of scope and irrelevant but, but see this is why i'm yeah. I'm, I'm struggling i'm yeah. struggling because if i if i'm in my fancy car ne, mm. and i drive past literally if if you if you don't even have to move out of Santon, yes. right if you remain in your Santon life mm. and you've got your high walls and you've got your beautiful car and you've got your wonderful office the truth, though, is that at every stop, mm-hmm. there is a guy yes. that is flagging you down, that is mm-hmm. asking you for a penny, mm. right? And and what would happen is that you'd put your window up and you can do everything that you want to do to mm. ignore them. But the truth is they They're are there. there, right? And the truth is when you arrive in your home, you switch every single alarm on mm. because you fear yes. actually for your life. Yes. You've got the highest wall in the world mm. because you fear mm. for your life. And the truth of the matter is that there is a direct connectivity mm. to use this lived fear that mm. you have and poverty, whether you like it yes. or not. Call them them all you like, mm. but that's the truth. And Don't you know, people, people make the connection? People need to watch the movie Us yeah. um, by Jordan Peele. Mm. Um, it's loaded with those kinds of metaphors that speak to the fact that we're tethered mm. to people in this underworld, mm. people who, who are voiceless, mm. people who the difference between us and them is the kind of opportunities they've had to self-actualize. And situations like that are a ticking time bomb for revolution. Mm-hmm. And it's a, again, we fear that outcome, but we don't actively do things that can prevent that from happening. And for me, I, I look at that situation, and I think it's time, for example, when brands approach us to work with us, I also just ask, can you give us a platform just to speak? Mm-hmm. Um, because we want to speak to the fact that the society we live in can only be redesigned by active efforts to invest in it in meaningful ways, mm. in ways that make sure that people have jobs, ways that make sure that people have an education, that NGOs are supported to do the work that they're doing, that they are sustainable, that young entrepreneurs and creative have access to capital, have access to um, banking, have access to um, less, you know, tangly bureaucracy. It's not a lot to ask for. But again, you look at the issue of of imagination, but also of government um, pushing corporate. And and for me, I blame government a, a lot because 
that's the main issue. I've seen companies that have said to me, Busi, your proposal sounds great, but I'm just simply trying to speak to what the president specifically wants to see corporates <laughs> doing. And if, you know, the president himself understood the power of mm. a single speech saying, mm. let's swing all our money mm. to youth partnerships for ending poverty, mm. what that could immediately do, because... Mm. All corporates do really is pander to government, but yeah. We're struggling for time. Eddie, I'm going to go quickly to you. Hi, welcome to the show, Eddie. Hi, my sister, how are you? Good, how are you? Yo, I'm so happy. I'm happy that you, you brought the lady on our FEMA station. Thank mm. you for that. Mm. And let me also confirm that um, you brought my twin mm-hmm. on radio. Mm-hmm. Because um, I'm saying my twin because I'm also a social activist. Mm. Mm. And this is the work that we need to, to do. If we were doing this, all these social activities as South Africans, we're not going to have this level of crime. Mm. But it should be embarrassment on us, especially the corporate world. And um, what I want to, I've got two issues that I want to raise quickly. Um, you know, big companies, they just have the CSI uh, on their own, on, on, just something on paper. Mm. But most of them only implementation. I'll use Malema's term, Dololo. Mm. Then, <laughs> then the last point, maybe we need a CSI summit mm. whereby the corporate will come and tell us where we get wrong as social activists mm. and us also telling them where they are getting it wrong. Mm-hmm. Let me make you this example. Um, I, I, wonder, I don't know whether should I say make an example. I'll make an example with Tick and Tay or let me with Harmony because they, they are where I'm living. I'm living in the first day. When you write to them a proposal, your proposal, you'll be told that it must go to head office. The same mm. with pick and pay and other corporates. I'm just making an example. Mm-hmm. They will pardon me because we need to say these things openly. Mm. They will tell you that this document must go to a regional manager. Mm. Let me tell you, you will never even get acknowledgement from the head office itself. Mm. It will remain there, get dust, nothing. Mm. Thank you very much. Thank you. Eddie, I'm so glad that you realize we've run out of time. We've run out of time. People yeah. are looking to speak to you. Just give us quickly how they can get a hold of you. So I'm pretty active on all social media, especially Twitter. Mm. So you can follow me at Busim Kumbuzi. Mm. Um, and I mean, you can send us an email if it's work related yeah. to beamkumbuzi at simung.co.za. So beamkumbuzi, M K H U M B U Z I at T-S-H-I-M-O-N-G Keep your head up. We need people like you. Definitely. who's our wonderful beaming entrepreneur, social entrepreneur. Thank you very much for your time. We've run out of time, everybody. Thank you. It's three o'clock. Let's go straight to Uzi Lesaku with the latest in news.